In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, give you thanks and praise. As we send your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord, help to continuously convert our hearts. Help us to be transformed so as to surrender our love to you and to become saints. Amen. A very common argument that um, kind of the secular world would make against God, uh, it's very interesting. It's, it's interesting to see how it can be developed and how we can use it in a misunderstanding of terms so as to develop it. So the argument goes as such. Can God himself create a boulder so big that he himself can't move? That's the argument. And usually like a freshman at U of M is like, Father, I have figured out how to disprove God's existence. And I'm like, okay, Habibi, just, just, just stop. Right? And then, so what is the argument? So the, what's the purpose of the argument? We're trying to diminish the power of God. So if God can't create a boulder big enough, then we diminish his, his power, right? And if he can't move it, then we diminish his power. So you see, so God is not omnipotent, he's not all-powerful, therefore your God is a false God. It's like a terrible argument here. Whereas, what's the purpose of the argument? How do we break it down? The issue is an issue of, of definition, of terms. So if God is infinite in power, you can't quantify infinity. You can't do it, right? The analogy goes like this. Can God himself because God is all-powerful, create a four-sided triangle. God can't do that. See, God is limited. No, it's a definition. If, if it doesn't have three sides, or if it has four sides, it ceases to be what it is. You can't, it's a terrible argument that falls apart very quickly. Because God is all-powerful, he's still bound to logic, though. He's still bound to the definition of terms. It's very, very important to know who God is. We want that desire. We want that desire in our heart to say, who is God? What does it mean that God is who he says he is? And even Christ today in the gospel, he wants us to know who he is. He wants to define himself to his apostles. and He wants to see who they think he is. And it's still a modern question to today. right? Who do people say the Son of Man is? How often do we hear that? People want to they wanted to put a definition on God. They want to define God. We want to define Jesus instead of how our hearts should be transformed. We should desire to seek authentically who Jesus is, authentically who God is, and then convert our hearts to who Jesus is. So we ask them, who do the people say that I am? All right, Adi, who does the world think that Jesus is? Most of the time it's a falsity. Then he says, who do you say that I am? And St. Peter, in his, this great explanation of, of the faith, he says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are God incarnate. St. Peter's faith and recognition of who Jesus is is why Christ establishes the church on St. Peter. You, you are, I will now establish the church on that proclamation of faith because this body of believers of who we are is based off of who Jesus is. Faith has to precede what we do in the church. It's a faith first. And we think about the faith if you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Meaning what? You are God incarnate. That since the beginning of creation, God has always wanted to be with, with his people. From Adam and Eve to Noah to Moses. Right? Think about the gospel, the, pardon me, the first reading today from Exodus. That as the people of God, as they were, they were freed from the slavery of Egypt... They were wandering in the desert and Moses put together this tabernacle and the tabernacle was the physical presence of God on earth. 
And there was a physicality to it. There was the cloud around it. There was the pillar of fire, the pillar of fire that followed them in the night, that God, is all he wanted to do was to be close to his people. That's the kind of God we have. That's the God we, that Christ is. It's not a God who's distant, a God who's away from us, a God who just wants to give us rules. He says, no, I, all I want to do is be close to my creation. He literally incarnates himself in Jesus Christ. And St. Peter calls it out today. So Jesus is, Jesus is God. So what do we do with this? Right? St. Peter looks at that and says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Peter then is established into the church, and they go out and preach. And then to this day, we have all the saints of the church who have embraced the reality of who Christ is and have lived, have lived it out. But how about, how about for me? How about for you? How much do we actually live out who we're called to be? For example, today's Halloween. Who's excited for Halloween? Kids? Always, always the kids. Parents are like, yeah, whatever. I'll be outside in the cold. No big deal. All right, Halloween. So what do we do on Halloween, practically speaking? We dress up and we pretend we're something we're not, which is fun, right? And it's the one day of the year that you can do that and you're not crazy, right? Imagine like mid-January, someone knocking on your door. It was like, I'm Batman. You'd be like, sir, please, please leave my house before I call the police. <laughs> but on October 31st, I'm Batman. Oh, that's so wonderful. Here's candy. Go next door and tell them too. Right? Halloween's kind of crazy. But it's beautiful. I think it's a fun, fun, fun day for all of, especially in the West. And you think about what Halloween actually is, yeah, practically speaking. It lit all Hallow's Eve. It is the, literally verbatim the day before All Saints Day. All Hallow's, all Hallow, all the Holy Ones. All Saints Day, which is tomorrow. And today we pass out our saint cards. So who are the saints? Saints are humans, normal, like me and you, who recognized who Jesus is, right? By we have to define who Jesus is and know who Christ is. A definition is important. They knew who Christ is, was, and then they say, who am I in the light of who Jesus is? We have to know who we are. Identity has to come from Christ. If it doesn't come from Christ, we are lost our identity. And then they give their lives to Jesus. They want to be loved like God loves. They want to give love like Christ loved because of who Jesus is. How do we do that? St. Paul gives us this beautiful lady today in Corinthians. It's, this is a very oftentimes a, uh, a reading done at weddings, which is fine. It's cute. But it's, there's, there's a depth to it that is always missed at weddings. So what does St. Paul says? What is love? Love is patient and kind. It is not jealous, it's not boastful, it's not arrogant, it's not rude, it does not insist on its own ways, it is not irritable, it is not resentful, it does not rejoice in the wrong, it rejoices in the truth, it bears, believes, it hopes, endures all things. That's what love is. And that's what we're called to do as Christians. That's whom we're called to do it to, is to God and to others. That's what it means to be a saint. And that is the goal of our lives. That is why we celebrate All Saints Day tomorrow. These individuals who throughout Christianity, who throughout salvation history, have said, I need to define God, I need to know who God is, and therefore my life must reflect that love. And we're sitting here, and we should desire that same path. We should all desire to be saints. That one day in a hundred years, one of your faces on a holy card given out at church, and you're praying for us, you're praying for us in heaven. We should desire sanctity in this life and in eternal life. But the reality is, life's kind of complicated.
And that's okay. And as Christ built the church, he didn't establish a church saying, I'm going to build this church, and you are only allowed to cross the threshold and walk inside of the church if you are a saint. If you're not, don't even think about it. That's not the mentality of the church. right? Because even Christ himself says to his apostles, who do people say that I am? I don't know. Maybe you're Elijah. Maybe you're Jeremiah. Maybe one of the prophets. Maybe as you are journeying to sainthood, as you are journeying to holiness, as you want to go closer to God's love, you're still there. I don't really know who Jesus is. Okay. Keep discerning. Keep praying. Keep asking. Keep asking God to reveal who he is to you. Maybe you're St. Peter. In the gospel today, Peter's all excited. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then five chapters later, abandons Jesus at the cross. Maybe you're struggling with grave sin. Okay. Keep struggling. But struggle with Jesus. You're on, you're on the journey. Maybe you're, maybe you're the saint in this church that I'm not aware of. I promise you, if there's a saint in this church, it's not me. Okay? Well, I'm trying. I'm more like St. Peter here, right? But we're trying. Maybe you're that saint. Pray for us. Be patient. Be that example of love. Whatever it is, let your prayer be, God, God, make me a saint. God, help me to love the St. Paul love. Help me to love like you love. Amen.